Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. You want to hear a joke? Always. Well, the other day, I was reading a great book about an immortal dog. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was impossible to put down. <laughs> uh, I've got a similar joke. I'm not sure oh. if I've used this on the podcast Good. before, but you okay. just reminded me. Awesome, yeah. Um, did you hear about the book on helium? No. You can't put that down either. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I like it. Uh, Hi, this is it. Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are the two drunk accountants mm. here recording the podcast. Tim, two weeks in a row. Wow. That's look little pat on the back for that. Little pat on I the think. back. We are back in form, everybody. We're back every week. We've missed two weeks in the past in the year so far. So Can you believe that was a period of time, Dan, where we recorded twelve podcasts? Or thereabouts. Over twelve days. <laughs> I do. I do remember that time. It was tough. If you're listening right now and you haven't listened to the uh, 12 podcasts of Christmas... Go from, back a year and a half ago. 2019. Yeah. <laughs> There's some great stuff. <laughs> great stuff in that podcast. Uh, All right, Tim. What, what is, is the Tim, Tim and Dan Lowe? Oh, Dan? Yeah. You know, it's almost 12 months since lockdown began. Yeah. So, uh, Sarah in the office said that to me today. She mm. said, did it was about 12 months ago now that... We went into lockdown, and I, I I couldn't believe it. Mental. I couldn't believe it. I, all I remember it's gone so is fast. around this time. Let's reflect because we experienced the world experienced the trauma. Yeah, and now we need to process that trauma. We should get Cat on here to talk about <laughs> complex trauma. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think like we need to we need to talk about it. Um, I remember mm. trying to think. You know, all right, things seem to be getting serious. Mm. Um, we were about to go. There was a show in in um, in Sydney mm-hmm. that was on and in a theater, and oh, it was yeah. still on. Mm-hmm. And it was on Saturday, and it was Friday. And we're trying to think, like, should we be going to this? Mm. I'm not sure. In the middle of the city, sure. sure. Uh, we decided not to go. And the day after, they shut down. Yeah, so uh, that was probably a good call. We could have got COVID. Definitely could have. Could have got COVID. I remember... <laughs> this show is probably a little bit of lack of awareness on my behalf. Mm. But um, I had a sense that lockdown was coming. Mm. And I felt like I was doing a duty to the community uh, as Dan unzips his, his fly there. Also doing a duty. <laughs> No, it's just his jacket. Yeah. Uh, to go and eat dinner out every yeah. night over the weekend and yeah. probably every morning mm-hmm. as well because I was like, I do not know the next time I'll be able to do this. Yeah. Get it in. That was scary for me. That was one of my biggest fears. Mm. I was like, I love eating out. I love going to cafes and mm. stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I guess uh, reality started setting in when I had a trip booked last year to America mm-hmm. in May um, when America just kept going downhill mm-hmm. um, and I realized this was not going to be like a one month thing no and I think that's that's what happened is is 
they shut things down and they restricted it. And it, they weren't even big restrictions at that point. They were like, mm. some, the first restrictions were kind of small. You didn't even have to wear masks. Yeah. And, and I sit there, remember, th- and I was thinking like, oh, this will be weird for like a couple of weeks. I'll shut mm. everything down and then it might go back. And then before we knew it, it was months long. You can't leave your house. Mm. Go for a walk. Yeah. Pick up your takeaway. But other than that, don't go to someone else's house. Don't do anything. Mm. At the same rate, I kind of have fond memories. I do as of well. That time, like it's quite weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad saying that, but or I feel like we all came together a bit. Mm. That there was a yeah. there was a shared experience the Definitely. world was going through, and particularly people that we know, and our friends, and family, yeah. our our clients, yeah. uh, the greater accounting industry. Mm. And, you know, we were getting together in Zoom and, and yeah. Zoom drinks and True. chatting with everyone True. and yep. you're trying to figure out, all right, what equipment do I need from Kmart to build my home gym? <laughs> <laughs> and, and all of the equipment was gone because everyone was doing the same yeah, thing. Right, right. Kat and I had like a workout routine and it, our daily routine, we'd, we'd get up, mm. make our breakfast, we'd go for this morning walk and then yeah. we'd go for a lunchtime walk and then... Yeah. We had a we had a thing we had a thing that that time of year like or this time of year mm. where we live down as well the weather is glorious it's, it is it's fresh in the night mm-hmm. it's suitably warm during the day not yeah. too hot no the sun has to bite if you're in the sun you're definitely gonna feel like you're getting sun you're gonna feel warm but it's like that nice warm it's yeah like oh that's charging the batteries that's mm-hmm. what I, yeah, I, I, exactly I've never said that in my life but but, a, but at a night time you still might need a jumper. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like you sleep really well because it's mm. not too hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get these like beautiful afternoons. Mm. So, I remember um, walks in the afternoon. Yeah. I remember morning walks as well in the sun. Yeah. Um, after getting like a takeaway bacon egg roll for yeah. some of the cafes that were still open doing that takeaway stuff. Like, Cat and I did the same thing. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's interesting reflecting. It feels, yeah, that's, I don't know. Has it gone fast? I did start, you know, you did start going stir crazy towards the end though. You're kind of like, True. I need to do something. I switched. My I sw- work day is the same as my weekend. Like nothing yeah, is different right now. That's true. And as an accountant, like things were mental. And I was working hours over the weekend. Yeah. I was getting stuff done. Yeah. So. Reading JobKeeper legislation and recording <sighs> videos to tell people how to do stuff. and Days of phone calls. Days of phone calls. Days of phone days calls. Of phone calls. Days, of, days of Zoom meetings. Several live webinars. Yes. It yes. was a crazy period. Yeah. And I think it's important to reflect. Yeah. And, but now to... Appreciate. Appreciate what we've got to move forward and take some lessons from what we, what we did. True. I think from what you're saying then, it, it's nice just to be present. It is. In that moment. Yeah. And, and be with the people that you love. Yeah. and. Mm. Go for a walk and just think, you know what? I bloody enjoy this cup of tea yeah. and a walk. And when you're with a group of people, mm. really enjoy that. But then also, mm. maybe plan some days where it's just, you know, do your own little mini lockdown day yeah, and just hang around the house, cook breakfast, go for a walk. Love it. Do just simple things, which were nice at the time. You could enjoy the weather. That's right. Mm. I think that's good. I think that's our Tim and Dan though this week. I like it. That is good, Tim. Mm. Uh, do you have a business update? I've got a few mm. things here to chat about. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the first thing I want to mention is just another follow-up. Ooh, first of all, though, yeah. business update sponsored by Cats sponsored Accountants. Sponsored by Cats Accountants, everybody. Figure. Yeah, so business update sponsored worst. by Cats. <laughs> uh, so, you know, um, follow-up story from our, our Facebook and Google um, 
needing to strike a deal with the major players and news for their content. Uh, so News Corp and Sky News have struck a deal with Facebook now. Okay. So they're all falling into place now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. I, I think that might be my final update mm. on this news saga. I'm happy for them. Mm. I'm happy that as the public, we don't have to be in the middle of their jostling for who gets money. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Uh, so a couple other quick things. Uh, and I, I was reluctant to mention this on the podcast last week, but but I'm going to mention it this week just because it is a big thing right now. And that is the the NFT space. NFT. Did we speak about this last week? No. Crypto art, you might call it. Ah, yes. Or uh, if you're into the NBA, NBA Top Shot. So this could be a whole episode of the podcast, couldn't it? I think it will be. Um, <laughs> basically, I just want to talk generally today, not about how it works tax-wise or anything, which mm. which is interesting in itself okay. because there's, there's several interpretations and the ATO's one doesn't match particularly what other people are thinking. But okay. mm. um, it just... If you don't know what this is, this is blockchain blockchain technology. Yeah. Um, simply, they're using the blockchain, usually Ethereum, the type that specific coin, yep. Yep. Um, to which is which is encoded information. Encoded. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, to create a token, which is essentially just you know uh, a unique identifier, um, which they attach to. In in this instance, digital artwork. Mm -hmm. So someone's created an image of something, you attach this token to it. So you know that you own that piece of artwork or you know that um, you know there's 50 of these and you have one and it's number three out of 50. Mm. Uh, common questions, but who cares if who owns the digital art? Can't you just copy it and, mm. and that's fine? Yeah, you can also reprint a Picasso, but that's not the Picasso, is it? That's, that's not the, the one. It's not got the um, original signature. Correct. Which, which, you can, which is possible because of blockchain. Exactly. And so I, I had this thought about a month and a half ago and it turns out I was about six months late. But <laughs> I was like, that would be really good for like trading cards. Like mm. imagine because during COVID... Pokemon cards exploded, mm, mm. sports cards exploded. Yep. Then there's a huge market for that at the moment. And but how can you tell if they're legitimate? Yeah, exactly. And and it's really hard to trade them because there's no like, what are you going to do? Set up a warehouse and go just sit in there? And Yeah, and, and with physical cards, you need to store them. They can't yep. be in the light. You yep. need to have them graded for the proper ones and yep. that can be pricey. Yeah. So... But but I had this thought. I was like, well, digital cards using this technology would be fantastic. Like you could yeah. trade Pokemon. You could own yeah. that specific number of Pokemon cards or, or yeah. sports cards. So, I Googled it. And yeah, of course, it was already a thing. <laughs> and a website called NBA Top Shot, yeah. which I've been into the basketball for the past year. It's my first uh, year of enjoying basketball. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really into it. And I thought, this is a great idea. And I'm a little bit into the Top Shot community now. Yeah. Um, I'm not spending big bucks. I'm mm -hmm. not out there spending nice. 10 grand on a LeBron dunk mm. or something. God, that's um, crazy. Yeah. But, you know, I'm playing around. The, playing nice. around. I got my feet awesome. dipping in the pool. Did you um, get your pack yet that you went into the lottery for? I did. Did I you did. get any foilies? Uh, no foilies. Uh, there's no foilies in that pack. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, the, there's different categories of packs. But it's it's literally just like trading cards. That's, that's how it works. Will it have paid for itself, do you think? Looking yes. at it? Tripled it. Tripled it? Tripled it. And how much did you buy it for? 10 bucks. Still, you get three cards, ten bucks each. Worth thirty. Worth thirty bucks. Could be worth more than thirty in the future. Yeah, I, or I, could have been worth hundreds. I, I, I bought a pack for fourteen dollars. Yeah, and I made several hundred off it. Whoa! I know. Holy shit! 
The big dog. That's awesome. I'm the big dog. That is great. Yeah. Several, several hundred. Several hundred dollars. 700 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 300 bucks. But, um, but, but the thing is now that they're releasing so many new cards fairly regularly. There's so many more people in it. Um, but because of the excess supply that now they're trying to push in, they're purposely lowering it. Okay. The, the steam's kind of coming out of it okay. a bit. Okay. I feel like the value of them is dropping. Will they keep that supply up? Do you think? Yeah, I think they will. But the, forever, if you bought earlier, mm. there's much less limited amount of those cards, yeah. and so they're worth heaps more. They're whereas the special ones. Whereas now the the new base set at the moment there's thirty five thousand of each card, mm. and that's not capped. They can print another thirty if they want. Whoa. Whereas of the earlier ones, it was capped at like fifteen, and there is no more of them. That's it. If you had one of them, imagine you've if got you twigged it. on and you bought one for like a thousand dollars, which is a ridiculous sum of money for something. Which has no worth at the time. It's mm. literally like, what is it? A five to ten second video. Yeah, or even less. Even less, and it just shows some stats. But <sighs> but it's but but it's the same as the trading card. You know, yeah. Some of those real trading cards from like early on in the day sell for millions of dollars. Mm. Um, if if you've got like a Michael Jordan rookie card and it's a particular quality and brand, they go for lots of money. So uh, it, it's no different. Yeah. Um, but it's just hot right now, and anyone yeah. can access it. It's interesting stuff. That is a that is a brand new business, the NFT business. The NFT business. And it's all coming from technology. Yep, Block exactly. Chain. So, how can you be using NFTs in your business? So, I did want to use this to announce something, Tim. Oh, cool. The Two Drunk NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Is it just sound bites from Two Drunk Accountants Maybe. that people can own? Sound bites with a picture of us and they'll be limited edition. Oh, my God. I could do like 100 tight-ass tips. And we could limit them. You could own a tight-ass tip. You could own a tight-ass tip. And you could go sell that on the secondary market and maybe make a killing from it. Wow. We should do this. I, it's not that hard. I think we should. Is it? Seems hard. We seems can do hard it. to have your own NFT. No? We can do it. It's doable. <laughs> Why not? I mean, hey, one day, they could be worth a lot. They could and be. And I'm going to own day. one of each. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> we take one of each one we make. <laughs> Anyway, we should probably get some other merchandise first. Yeah, probably. Like stubby holders. That'd ah, be good. Who needs that? NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Tidus tip. Yes, the Tidus tip this week was actually kindly sent through by Carolyn. Caroline. No, not Caroline. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. Sweet. Bop, no, wait. Bop. Sweet Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you've ever been to a Sydney Swans game, you know they play that almost every quarter. Yeah, the whole right. crowd really gets into it though. Yeah, yeah I have been to a couple of Swans you. games and they do do that. And I Touch got into it actually. Me. I didn't even know it was a thing and now I think about it. I think both Swans games I've been to that yeah. happened and I was yeah. like, sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. All right. I even sing it too and I don't go for the Swans. So. Mm. Um, yeah, so her tip was a good one, actually. And mm. I've never thought about doing this, although mm. I think I will now. Um, it is, you can actually listen to a lot of free audiobooks on YouTube. Yeah. So you just need to Google the book you want and free audiobook. Yeah. Um, and, or maybe not Google it, chuck it into a YouTube search engine. Yeah. And you could listen to a free audiobook. Yeah, so quick disclaimer, make sure what you're doing is legal before you do it. We're not held responsible oh. for anything that you're doing on I YouTube. I mean, it's going to be pretty 
on YouTube. Yeah. I'd be, you know, if you're posting free audiobooks, it's I can just understand a disclaimer. that. Just a disclaimer. YouTube should really like nip that Monitor the their stuff, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, if it's there mm. and you listen to it. You're not in trouble of having listened to nah. it, maybe. Yeah. So don't, anyway. go on, don't go and pirate our podcast and put it on YouTube. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, we're I'm, off all the content creators. But look, in saying that, if there's a free audiobook and it's completely fine for you to listen to it, what a bargain. Tight-ass tip. If anything- Audiobooks aren't cheap. Yeah, totally agree. And usually, I only listen to them once. Mm, exactly. Um, Carolyn said, the worst thing is that you can't save your place where you stop listening. So, yes. um, she takes a screenshot. Genius. Very smart. Genius, Carolyn. Genius. Um, and then you can listen to audiobooks. So, there's a few <laughs> that I have in mind. Mm. And I've bought a few, you know, and so I'm happy to support mm. the author. But maybe if they have like seven books, mm. maybe I'll buy like one or two and then just listen to the others for free. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Brilliant. It's a great tip though. Great tip. Send, great tip. Thank you, Carolyn. This is a reminder. Carolyn is a great example. Send me through your tight-ass tips. Send Tim the tight-ass tips. Makes this could be day. an NFT. <laughs> Carolyn could be an NFT. <laughs> literally could be an NFT in the future worth tens of dollars. <laughs> tens of cents. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. I like it. Yeah. Let's move on to our main topic. Our main topic today, Tim, is a marketing plan. Yeah, this is a funny one. We only really came up with this one today, just before. And, and why be- is that? <laughs> because marketing is something that we're focusing on right now in yep. our business. Yep. It's traditionally not been a strength of ours and that's pretty common for accountants, mm-hmm. I think. Um, accountants who are good at marketing themselves generally do really well. Correct. So... It's always something we have to push ourselves out of our comfort zone yep. to work on. But you can really overcomplicate things, right? Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of work and hard effort and not feel like you're making any ground. Um, so, uh, to simplify it a bit, we thought of doing a marketing plan for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And I think Tim's hit the nail on the head. It can be overwhelming. You don't know what works. You, you just kind of ad hoc try stuff. Should we do some Facebook ads? Should we do some... Google. Yeah. Uh, geez, I'm not that high in Google. Shall I look at that? Yeah. And the, and, the, and the goal is obviously you want to generate more leads. You want to bring on more clients or more of the type of work that you want. Yeah. Or, or is that the goal? That's right. And so, yeah. you know, you have, to, you have to stop and think. And so, marketing for marketing's sake may be worthwhile doing. Yeah. Um, we've done that before as well. We've spent a lot of money doing that as well. Mm. Um, and we've we've... Got some flirtings. Yeah, we do have some flirtings. We've got some flirtings. We do have flirtings. But, but I think you just have to constantly simplify things, especially when they're not a comfortable area for you, mm. like marketing for us. Um, and so, a marketing plan, pretty powerful in that regard. Very powerful, Tim. And, you know, not just any man on the street can answer this question. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> or can he? <laughs> or can he? <laughs> do, do we have Michael Mann on the street? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. Bet he's massaging someone's lower back right now. He's needling someone. Hi. Oh, uh, my God. Michael. Man on the street, mate. Every time we call. <laughs> 
We need a new man on the street. We We're going to take nominations yeah. for the new man or woman on the street. If you want to be, yeah, the person on the street. Person on the street. Listener on the street. The listener, the average Joseph, Josephine, Joe. Average Joe, unisex name. Joe. J-O. The yes. average Joe. I like it. So, if, if you want to be the average Joe... Mm. Your mum's name's Joe. My mum's name is Joe. Yeah. So, if, if you want to be the average Joe, then uh, send us a message because we're taking nominate because we're sick of this one. Look. He can't accept Christmas uh, drunkies because yeah. he, he doesn't answer his phone. He doesn't answer the calls. Mm. Anyway, Probably doesn't even have a marketing plan. Doesn't have a marketing plan. So, let's, let's continue this conversation about marketing plan. So, we've got some steps. We've done our own marketing plan. We've kindly um, stolen some of this from um, a, a good program that we use called The Gap. They have a good yeah. template. Yeah. Um, but we're going to elaborate on it a bit as we go through yeah. and talk about our point of view of these things. So Yeah, put some of our thoughts in there. Exactly. So, really, what we mentioned that before is you really need to figure out why. What, what are you trying to do with, with your marketing? And the best place to start there is to figure out, and we've done some of this during the business plan, is why are you doing anything? Yeah. Why, why does your business exist? Mm. So, what are you trying to do? What's your purpose? What's your purpose? And and ours, as we've mentioned a hundred times before, is support, teach, and grow. Yeah. And when you put it like that, I mean, definitely the accounting services we offer right now fit, mm. fit that. But it really does fill my mind with opportunities for the future. Yeah. So, um, which is exciting. It's fulfilling and it can really motivate you to do something which is a troubling area for many people, which is marketing. Exactly. So, support, teach, and grow. Uh, come up with your own one. We've spoken about it mm. before. It can be anything. You'll notice, as Tim said, we don't actually talk about what we do in that. Mm. There's no mention of tax. There's no mention of advisory. Um, there's mm. no mention of any of the specifics around what we do. Yeah. Um, figure out your business's purpose and write it there. Now, yeah, the reason we, we write that is because... You then want to use that purpose mm. and communicate that to the people you want to provide that to. Yeah. Which is the next step, your yeah. target market. Yep. This is a tricky one too. I mean, if you constantly struggle mm. to get specific enough in this area, you're not alone. Mm. I totally feel that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that my answer to this is, I just want to work with nice people who trust my advice and see value in what I have to offer. Yep. But that is so generic and generalized. How do you target marketing to that you, person? Yeah. Like you can't. The whole point of the target market, right, is to make it easier for you to try and find those people and communicate your message to those people. Correct. And, you know, and how broadly you target, how narrowly you target is really up to you and specifically to your business. If you're an accountant listening to this and you've been to any accounting conference recently or read any accounting blog, trendy blog, they're all going to tell you, you need to specialize. You need to mm. niche. You can't make shit if you don't niche. Yeah, or outsource. <laughs> or outsource, which we've got strong opinions on as well. We've got um, strong opinions on all of the above. Yes. So, we disagree completely um, mm -hmm. that niching is the only strategy. It definitely works for some people and it's great for their business and they're the kind of people they want to deal with. They specifically only want to deal with manufacturers. Great. Yeah. Be that, be the best one you can. That's fantastic. But it's not the only strategy. Yeah, I think that may have been tested for some during COVID. Mm. Um, diversif diversification was a strength 
during COVID and, and tough economic times, which we may be facing yeah. in the coming years. So, so I think, yes, be specific. Be yeah. specific to age. Be specific to location, mm-hmm. character traits or, or likes. Things yeah. that those people... Figure out where those people might hang. Yeah. Or what they might read. Yeah. Or what they might be searching on Google or Facebook. That's a really good way to put it. Th- think about th- another. Think about the kind of clients you have now that you like the most to deal with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Who and, are they? What are they doing? And don't be disheartened by clients that don't fit the mold that you do have at the moment because mm. they're still good clients and they will be clients into the future. But mm. that doesn't mean you can't change the message yep. and try and bring on more of what you do want. Yeah, so, exactly. if you do have a very diverse bunch of customers or clients right now, um, that doesn't mean you can't change that and yep. target one, two, three, four, five different mm. specializations. Yep. Um, so, it may not even be one either. It could I was be speaking, several. I got, uh, we got a pest spray done yep. last week, Dan. And I was speaking to the team that came in and did that. And I asked them how they went through COVID because mm. I haven't seen them since before then. And he said they were just flat out. Um, and usually they do a lot of work with clubs. So he said all of that stopped, but mm. we were working like 12 hour days um, restoring flooding damage because <laughs> they also do that. Yeah, right. So they do they do like um, carpet repairs and obviously flood damage repairs and things mm. like that. Um, so for them... Um, they actually have maybe like five strings to their bow, which are very specialized. And actually, I've noticed they have different brands for some of those different yeah, right. specialist products or services. But it's all under the one umbrella. And that clearly works well for them. It because does. Because when, when people don't need that pest inspections or sprays, then yeah, they can do ramp up the other ones that are still got a demand. Now, the reason most people can't do that is because to be an expert at five different things is really hard. Yeah. So, you just need to be, you need to know your stuff and be good at it. Yeah. But if you can do three different, have three different target markets, which yeah. are viable, you could do that. You could do that. Hmm. So, the point of what we're trying to get to here is, yes, have a target market because you need to direct your marketing at those people. Yeah. We're not saying you have to niche into one specific thing only. You could have several, no. but just identify the groups of people you are trying to target with your marketing yeah. because that's going to take the next steps. I guess it just means your marketing is going to go to the right people, yeah. which means you're going to have a better conversion. Correct. So, doesn't have to be perfect, but choose something yep. that is close to or better yep. than general. Yep, correct. Uh, products is the next thing that you should be considering. So, this is just so you've got what your purpose is, who you're trying to communicate that to and, and what, sell what you do. Uh, and then what are you actually selling them? What products are you selling them? And so, this is yep. not what is unique about your products. We'll get into that. This is not... Um, anything like that. This is purely what do you actually sell or do? So, Mm. for us, it would be advisory work, online courses, bookkeeping, compliance, and taxation. These are all services and products that we offer. They are just what we actually give to a client. Um, You could be someone who sells stuff. You might be selling cabinets. You might be selling water bottles. Um, You might be selling chairs, other things that are in front of me. that's fine. These are your products. It sounds silly, but to list them out is important. Yep. Uh, because sometimes you forget Correct. certain things that you can sell. Yep. So, the next point here is your unique selling point. So, we know what, what you sell, but why would people buy it from you instead of someone else? Yeah. 
Now, this will vary greatly business to business. It could be that you are the cheapest. It could be location. It could be location. It could be the uh, branding around what you sell. They might feel they're part of a community when they buy from you. Mm, uh, definitely. It could be that you provide better support than everyone else. Quality of product. The quality of the product is mm, better. Yep. Uh, you can deliver it to them a lot quicker. Yep. Uh, Mm. These are all things that are going to be unique to the way you sell and that's going to really change the way that you brand it. So, for instance, if you have a unique selling point for your water bottle and it's that you are the cheapest water bottle, then you're not going to have a, you know, A-class celebrity endorsement of your cheap-ass water bottle uh, that costs a fortune and have yes, slick sir. designer ads that mm. are like a perfume ad that yep. just weird and you don't know what the hell is happening. Yeah. And then you're like, here's my $3 water bottle. No, yeah. Yeah. it's going to be cheap ads or just efficient and just go basic. Here's the product. Go buy it. Available in on every corner. Yep, exactly. A bulk distribution strategy or something. Yep. So, yeah. that's why it's important that you figure out what your unique selling point is compared to your competitors selling the same products and services because yep. that determines how you then present that. Yep. Correct? Yes. Cool. So, what do we know so far? Now, purpose, target market. What we sell. What we sell. And why people would buy it from us. Yeah, and why, why they'd buy it from us as opposed to our competitors. Correct. So, then the next thing to figure out is I know all of that now, but mm. how do people actually see me? Yeah. How do they see my business? This is a difficult one. Is it to congruent yeah, with, the, with way. <laughs> the way that I feel like I have a unique selling point? Yeah. Which you might find it isn't. Yeah. I mean, I think to an extent, everyone would probably find something that mm. isn't congruent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with what they think is a unique proposition mm. versus how they're viewed yeah. by the community. Absolutely. Um, so, and a lot of that is communication, yep. isn't it? It's marketing. It's, it's marketing and marketing is a form of communication. Yeah. Yeah. It has many benefits. One of which is generating leads. The other could just be... Brand awareness. Yeah. Awareness. Positioning. positioning. So, so, that's a pretty good exercise to just consider yourself. And yep. I guess if you really want to get detailed with this, you could maybe ask some of your customers as well. You could, you could create a quick form, a Google form yep. or something, send it out to your customers and say, do you guys mind feeling sad? You, you'll probably get a small return percentage and that's fine. Yep. But you might discover in that that the people who are buying from you actually buy from you because they perceive you to be this. But really, For you sure. thought it was this over here. Yep. Uh, and that means that either you should change your strategy to mm. fit why they're buying from you or you need to rebrand to reposition because there's a better future mm. in what you originally conceived of. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that might inform all of your goals and actions because it's instead of it being around leads, it's going to be around brand awareness. Yeah. And your marketing is now brand awareness, not lead generation. For sure. So, yeah, what, what we did, and this is the learning from us, is we sat here and we thought about what do they actually currently think about us? If, mm. if we're being honest with ourselves... How do we feel we are positioned in the community? Mm. Locally, through the podcast, yep. through our current clients. Yep. And then we thought about, well, how do we actually want to be perceived? Yeah, yeah. And so, there's still a lot of understanding we need to create between our accounting firm and the podcast. Yep. Um, there's 
I suppose I, I my gut feel is there's a lot of awareness around the podcast, but not so much around the accounting firm when it comes to our expert business services we could be providing. Correct. So yeah. we really do want to communicate that better and more frequently to exactly. the right people. Exactly. So now you have an idea of where you're at. You have an idea of where you want to be. So now you've got to figure out how to get from A to B. Uh, or you might have found out that your positioning is exactly where you wanted it to be, which means your goal is going to be more around lead generation. So that's good mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But the next thing to figure out is what is your what are your actual promotion strategies? What what tools in your belt are you actually going to be utilizing in your marketing? Mm. Now, this could be varied quite a bit. This can be traditional marketing through social media posts, newspapers, yeah. radio, whatever. Yeah. Um, or it could be events, YouTube, podcasting, mm. uh, Facebook groups, using testimonials from clients. All these kind of things are all promotional activities. So you just need to figure out which one, which of all of these things are going to communicate the best to your target market communicate the best of the mess um, the message you were trying to put yeah and make a list of them yeah I, I was thinking the best way here might be to list brainstorm and list maybe seven to ten yeah and then try and order them in terms of I suppose ease to do and results yeah so the effectiveness the, ease the easiest and the best results should be prioritized mm-hmm. so low hanging fruit we know seo is an awesome one google ranking get your google ranking higher yeah but is that easy it's probably hard it probably takes is a long time quick results yeah the results could be much much higher but the investment is going to be much longer yeah. so yes that's a priority but maybe a lower order priority something that you could start the ball rolling now um, and see some results in 12 months. Exactly. If you've got a client, so as if you've got a product that you're trying to push out there that not a lot of your clients know about, then SEO might not be the most effective strategy for that in the short term. It might be in the long term, but in the short term, it might be, I want to create a video and send it out to all my existing clients showing them a product. What about a live webinar? Live webinar. Or an event, an in-person event. What an idea in what? COVID world. Yeah, revelation. That would be cool. Yeah. I feel like people like in-person events at the uh, moment. We've actually signed up to a couple of recent uh, events that are happening again. You know, there's, cool. there's some local marketing and networking groups yeah. that are kind of getting back up, up yeah. and running. And we're actually going to be attending one of these things live in person, Tim. Wow. I have to get a haircut and like shave my <laughs> facial hair. You should do that anyway. <laughs> Well, we've spoken about this on the podcast many times. Our boy's gone. Our boy, Vinny. 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 Neither of us have gotten a haircut in months. I know. My hair is so long. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I'm going to be top-nodding soon. Uh, Don't. (laughs) Although you've got the thick hair for it. You could do it. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. Um, All right. So, you've got those ideas now. Now, what you need to do is actually come up with how much resources and money am I willing to put into it? Come up with a budget. Mm -hmm. And on each thing, how much am I willing to do? Or how much do I need? I've got these ideas. I know what's going to work. How much are they going to cost? What's Mm. the total budget? Can I afford that? Um, We've spoken about the bottom-up marketing budget before. We have. Remember this? And it it was very much around, you know... uh, That was great. That was a good episode. Yeah. Mm. and, And it was 
a lot of that might come into the goals soon, but it's around, you know, what's my conversion? How many leads do I need? And that kind of, you, you end with the result. I need 100 mm. clients. I know that my conversion rate from this thing is 20%. True. So you multiply that up and eventually you work out and the number of people you need to enter into that funnel. <laughs> I have to put 50,000 people yeah. in the funnel. Similar thing here with the budget. You, you mm. might figure out, you know, to do what I want to do is actually going to cost me $20,000 yep. and I only have two. Yep. <laughs> and so you might yep. need to eliminate some of the things from here to be more realistic. Yep. But come up with that budget. It's important to know. Yeah. Uh, the next thing, so you figured all that out, you know roughly what you want to do, you know where you're trying to head, you know what products you're trying to sell and who to. How do you measure success? And we've, we've touched on this, mm. but it's the KPIs. We, we've touched that you really need to know why you're doing it is the measure brand awareness so then yeah. your kpi might be um on the next survey i do in six months i want the form to indicate this much um have said i i fall into this area in their mind i'm mm. more now the quality of service instead of the cheap service yeah. so i want my score to reflect that yeah um that might be a kpi for you mm -hmm. if you're trying to get leads it might be the number of leads percentage increase on a website or yeah the number of sales or the conversion rate of a mm -hmm. sale. Yeah. These are all KPIs to measure. Yeah, for sure. Dollar value of new clients or customers. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, figure out what is a win for you. What is a success? That's going to look different for everyone. Mm. You should be realistic with this. It needs to be stretch but achievable. Yeah, and it doesn't just have to be dollar value either. Um, I think it would be positive for some people to just maybe target having a better system of content creation. Yep. So that they're just focusing on the habit. Yeah. So the habit could be posting a blog every month. That's it. So I posted six in a row. Yeah. And that should result in better awareness mm. and... Um, Every, everything you said was a good point, Tim. Uh, yeah. It was something along the lines <laughs> of... It would be nice if people weren't just targeting financial results. Yeah say new clients, new customers, dollar value. Yep. And you just set out to target instigating new new habits, new procedures, new systems, which in two to three years will see massive results. Yeah. Think about that as well. It's not just about the low hanging fruit. It's exactly. about the long term as well. It's consistency. There needs yeah. to be a, a broader plan for this. You're probably not going to see results here. Yeah, for exactly. a while. If you're just starting out, and and that's something that you should come up with this in the in the KPIs because if yeah. if you are trying to get this giant increase in leads, then then you know a direct marketing campaign to people using Facebook ads is probably the indicator then that okay, I do want this many leads. Yeah. But if it's doing blog posts and educating and becoming that brand mm. and positioning thing, then yeah, the the KPI is going to be consistency in that. Yeah. So, be realistic. Smart goals. Smart, And that brings us to the next part. Ooh. Now, you actually need to come up with your actions and your goals. So Yeah, that's the most important part. Yeah. The most important part because everything above is documenting where you're at and yep. where you want to be. Yeah. And therefore, from all of that, you should be able to link things together. See the pattern. Mm -hmm. Okay. A target market is this. This is our unique positioning. These are the activities we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Let's set some goals based on those KPIs. Mm. And some actions. Who's going to start creating this content? Yeah. Who are we going to speak to to help us post some ads? Yeah. Whatever it may be. Yeah. 
I think that makes it real. And this is the beauty of the plan. You take a step back, you do a think tank. Yep. And then you step forward again and put some realistic accountability measures in place. Yep. So, you're like, I'm going to go do this within two weeks. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. Um, so, come up with a table. Have your goals. Yeah. Have the KPI that measures the success of that goal. Nice. Uh, and then the specific actions that you need to take to achieve that goal. Yep. And then who and when. So, let's go through this again just for people who may not have heard us talk about goals and actions before. Okay. What is a goal? A goal is more what you're trying to achieve in a broader sense. Yep. So, it's the target. It's the target. So, it's, it's what you're shooting at. Really, yeah. um, my target it's the is, outcome. Yeah, the outcome is to have a blog on my website that has posts on it every month. Perfect. Cool. That's an outcome. That's an outcome. What is the action though? The action may be you need to create an area on your website where you can post blogs. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's a lot of actions that come with that. I need to create an area that has blogs. Yeah. I need to come up with content for the blogs. Mm. I need to post a blog. So, an action is like a smaller step, step that you're doing mm to help you get towards that overall or overarching goal. Yeah, I think you hit the head, nail on the head, is that um, a goal is the outcome and mm. action is the steps taken to get to that outcome. Nice. And, and we get confused by that, you have to remember. So. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then you've got the who and the when. So, who's doing it and when you're doing it and then keep those people or yourself accountable. Yeah, definitely. So, that's why it's always good to have... And if you're in business by mm. yourself, this can be hard, but to have somebody that keeps you accountable. Accountability buddy. Yeah, accountability buddy. So, either that might be people in your network, another business owner, or some people like us, your accountant mm. who does um, advisory sessions with you and keeps you accountable to these things. So, um, yeah, it's important to have that accountability because you might easily just keep kicking that can down the road. Totally agree. Cool. Well, that is the business plan. The marketing plan. Oops. <laughs> but it's very similar to the business that plan. That is the marketing plan. But it focuses on marketing. Yep. And we're accountants. We're not marketing people. Yep. But don't take this as us saying we're experts in marketing because no. we are not. And we we're not telling you where or how to market. We're telling no. you that you should probably make a plan and here's some ideas. Do it in a logical, procedural sort of way. Yep. That's all we're saying. That's all we ever say. <laughs> Love it. Tim, do you have another thing? I do. It is a zombie show. A zombie show? If you like zombies. A zombie show. Some people are into their <laughs> zombies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there's a really good one on Netflix, which, which Jade and I discovered recently. I came home and Jade was watching this. Is this the Korean one? Creepy ass show. No. Hmm. I don't think it's Korean. Although there is a Korean in it. No, there's one that's actually in Korean. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, so um, it's, I don't really, because I didn't watch the start, I'm not really sure what the setting is, but it's called Black Summer. It's basically just following these people in a, an American town um, as a zombie apocalypse unfolds. And there's really not that much story, but it's just scenarios that they're in. Mm -hmm. The camera works really good. Yeah. It's not gory. But super suspenseful. Yeah, it, it's right. almost tiring how suspenseful it is. You're just on the edge of your seat. So, is it different to like the first season of Walking Dead? Yes, because Walking Dead develops characters a lot more. Yeah, okay. Um, whereas this, you know, these characters are just kind of all thrown together. Yeah, and You right. see where they've come from. 
and then they start trying to survive. Yeah, right. just sort of like weird stuff happens. But um, like, for example, the episode I just watched recently, mm. um, a guy was just being chased by a zombie for like half the episode, which <laughs> <laughs> would you'd think get quite boring. Um, and it was just so suspenseful the whole time. So, yeah, I'm liking it. If you like zombie shows, Black I, Summer. I do like zombie shows. It's, I'm going to watch it. It's very well done. Yeah, right. It's just, it's just very well done. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, cool. Watch it. Check it out. Uh, how's your uh, no TV going? Yeah, we regressed a little <laughs> after we came back from holidays. It's hard. We got out of, we got back into the old habit. Cat um, and I considered it. Hmm. <laughs> and then that's about as far as we got. We probably will still have several nights a week where there's no TV. Mm. But um, I don't know. Sometimes you're just tired and you just want to. You just want to sit. Yeah. But. I suppose you can read or do something different. They're still looking at a screen, you know. It's hard. There's this thing. They actually do these things now, Tim, where they're like, they print the words on paper and then they bind that and you read on that. What do they call that? What is it? Yeah, he has a lot. I think it's a, a book. A book. A book. Ah. Yeah. But can you buy those online and... You can, yeah. They deliver them to your door. What? Yeah. Usually within a few days. What do you do when you finish reading them? Uh, you put it on a shelf you or take- you can use it as a decoration. You can drill a hole in it and plant a cactus. What if you're halfway through like a plane ride and you finish reading one? Yeah, just got to hold it. Yeah, they're not convenient like it's that. Kind of shit. It's kind of shit that way, but it's cool. It's I can like- imagine they get quite bulky and then turning pages. Oh, Is that what they call them? Pages? Yeah, and they smell real nice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually walked through past the library yesterday. Mm. Damn, that smelled good. Books just smell good. It just smell like kind of Earlier life, <laughs> school. Yeah. It's not like school. Yeah, it, is, it does. Uh, my other thing yes, this week is um, I completed a puzzle yesterday. There's wow. these science-based puzzles oh, that really? I've been doing at the moment. They're, they're only 500 pieces. Oh, right. So, it's just a normal puzzle, but it might be like... It's got the solar system on it. Yeah, cool. Or the human okay. body. Okay. Or, um, That's pretty cool. Or the periodic table. So, you are kind of like learning sort of... Yeah, it's just good well, fun. doing it. Yeah, plus yeah, nice. I enjoy a bit of science. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I, oh, Titan. I know where that goes. That's that's over there on Saturn. <laughs> you know? Stuff like that. Ganymede. Oh, pop that in Jupiter. Such a nerd. <laughs> 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 You're combining jigsaw puzzles with science. Yeah. That's great. That is that is great. Anyway, good on you, Dan. They're only 500 pieces, so you, you, get, through them, you get through it pretty quickly. <laughs> that's awesome. And I use my new puzzle... Box sorter. What? You you can you open up the puzzle, right? Yeah. Puzzles are chaotic when you first yeah. open. There's pieces everywhere. Yeah. Uh, people sometimes put them in clumps on the yeah. table. Yeah. yeah. You got to try and find the edges. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so these are little containers that you pop all the pieces in, so you can put yep. like certain colors. Yep. In different containers, all the edges in one container. Yep. And then they're all stacked neatly, and you can put them away. Wow. And then you have also got a puzzle roller that you can put the whole thing away wow. and then bring it back out and it's all neat. How and, good. Yeah. Nice. So You're taking it to the... Shout out. You're taking it to pro yeah. level. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Yes. Uh, if you want to be nominated to become the new average Joe... Yes. Uh, then please write to us because I'm, I'm dead serious. Yep. I'm ready to call some new people. There are a few things in the works too. Like we want to start perhaps... A group. 
on Facebook. Yeah. Listeners. Give us some feedback about that. So, we're thinking mm. about starting a Facebook group or community yeah. where you can ask questions. Mm. Uh, we can comment on something funny on the podcast, mm. throw in some tight-ass tips. Worst case, it's a group on Facebook where me and Dan are members and like three other people. Yeah. You can just, you can just pester us with notifications <laughs> all the time. It'd be exactly. awesome. It'd be funny. We can, we can all nerd out. Exactly. So, we're thinking about doing that. So, keep an eye out for that. We've got our business sprint coming up very soon. Very soon, we hope that will be released. So, if you're a small business owner out there and you're keen to get some extra help, watch out for that because we're really excited. We think it's got a lot of value. So, there's a few guests we want to line up as well. An economist, lifestyle medicine. Lifestyle medicine. Practitioner. Practitioner. That's exciting. Yep. A Uh, physio. Insurance. X-man on the street. X-man on the street. Uh, insurance, yes. Insurance. We're going to talk psychologist. about psychologist, environmental consultant. Come on the podcast, Cat and Jade. Jade. Um, so there's a lot of exciting guests to come. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting things coming up. We're if excited. You do, if you have a guest you want us to approach yeah. to come on to the podcast, a lot of people have asked us to approach CA and CPA. Yep. We will do that. They're, they're, we want to get them on. Mm-hmm. But if there are other people, like an author yep. or. Just any random person, mm-hmm. let us know and we'll try and approach them. Get yep. them on the podcast. That'd be fantastic. No harm in trying, right? No harm in trying. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Get in touch. Two Drunk Podcast at gmail.com, at Two Drunk Accountants on all the socials. And uh, yeah, we love to chat. Yeah, I think like even LinkedIn, that's how Carolyn messaged me. Tim Garth on LinkedIn. Carolyn. Bum, bum, bum. Brilliant. All right. Thank you, everybody. We will calculate When Dan claps when something happens, when we have to edit the show, which is very rare, mind you, but when, say, Dan's phone has just rung. Anyway, this is not going to get in because this is not going to fly. Yep. Dan, you clap like Job out of Arrested Development. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you can put that in as an Easter egg at the end of the show. I should. Um... Where was I? Hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm a plane. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to fly when I'm trying to record a podcast. Oh. All right, go. Where was I? Uh, KPIs don't need to be financial. Yeah. Um, 